It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night. This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing this week? Uh, Jake, I am doing all right. Uh, you know, we are, we are taking time in somber remembrance to, uh, uh, celebrate the opening day of football. Let's Football's go. Football's back, Let's baby. go, Lions, baby. Ooh, the hard knocks. Have, have you forgotten Turf. that uh, it's week one of the NFL and all the my hard, ratty friends are here? The hard uh, turf. The What do they have? Grit. The hard grit of the Detroit Lions. That's right. The hard grit. Who are they fighting? They're fighting week? the Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. The Eagles. Fly like the Philly, Philly. They're gonna. They're. Delphi. I, I, I think they're playing in Philadelphia, so they're gonna get some water ice. They're gonna. Mm. Um, they're gonna. They're gonna head out there and they're gonna uh, play that John. Yeah, that's great. That's really fun. Whereas if they anyway, were... also uh, J- Jake, I, I think uh-huh. I did this last year in some capacity, but because today is nine eleven, I will only sing the chorus from. Uh, the song "Have You Forgotten" by Daryl Worley. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> have to stop. I'm gonna have to stop you, Thomas, because that is specifically the theme song for 9/11 in May. So <laughs> we uh, actually have to do something different because it is 9/11's 21st birthday today. Uh, so we have to celebrate that. Where Where were you 21 years ago today? Out drinking? No, because we were children. We're not that old, okay? Yeah, we're gonna play. Um... Uh, cheap beer by Fiddler. That's sure. the the new theme of nine eleven. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, yeah, so it's nine eleven here today. Uh, we are finishing up the eleventh season of Survivor, which is called Survivor Guatemala. Thomas, did you watch Survivor Guatemala last night? Guatemala, Guatemala. I took a trip out to Guatemala. Jake, I, I certainly did. Uh, did you see that the episode was called? Thunderstorms and Sacrifice. What do you think of that episode title, huh? Pretty good and pretty relevant to both of us, considering yeah. that there are thunderstorms happening and I may have to sacrifice going to a minor league baseball game. <laughs> Which also, they're probably going to do like a moment, of, like, I bet they're going to do like a moment of silence and stuff at that game. Oh, is that why you, is that not why you were going to remember oh, 9-11? I, I did want to go respect, uh, respect 9-11 but yeah. unfortunately it is raining a lot so. it's just come so far in its life so i'll know? just have to respect it in my own way sure i hear people saying okay. we don't need this war <laughs> <laughs> but i say there's some things worth fighting for thomas what did- about our freedom and this piece of ground we didn't get to keep them by backing down okay they say we don't realize the mess we're getting in. Before you start your preaching, let me ask you this, my friend. Mm-hmm. Have you forgotten mm-hmm. how it felt that day to see your homeland under fire and her people blown away? Have you forgotten when those towers fell? We had neighbors still inside going through a living hell and you say we shouldn't worry about bin laden have you forgotten just a, a classic song so just the chorus and a then? tasteful one you're just gonna oh, i did the chorus. first verse also yeah 
The chorus doesn't make a lot of sense if you don't sing the first verse. I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) That's why they call it a pre-chorus. This is a pro-Iraq war podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We finally made the turn. After this, I'm going to order some freedom fries. Yeah. God, I'm getting a little hungry. We're not going to cut and run out of there. (laughs) Um... So, speaking of the number 11, which we are doing a lot today, because it's 9-11, and it's also the 11th season of Survivor, this episode of Survivor first aired December 11th, 2005. Still reeling from 9-11, of course. It was only three months four, and four years well, ago. Four years <laughs> Three months. Everyone was still really shook up about it. It was illegal to not have an American flag on your car still. Not like actually illegal, you know, because George Bush was a good man and he would never do something like that. But just like culturally illegal, you know, people were like, oh, do they support the terrorists? Are they anti the Iraq war? Which, of course, nobody is. And honestly, I wish it was still happening. Yeah. We miss you, Iraq war. Please come back soon. (laughs) Look, they say the Iraq war was bad, but has there been any 9-11 since? Yeah, I think Daryl Worley checkmated them. Yeah. In that he knew, he heard people saying that we don't need this war. Uh, Don't you think that maybe there are things worth fighting for? (laughs) Checkmate libs. Yeah. How many viewers do you think the episode called Thunderstorms and Sacrifice received? I'm going to say... Wait, what was it last week? 20.21 million viewers. I'm going to say 21 million people tuned in. Um, and anything after the decimal there? Uh, 21.911. Hmm. Hmm. Well, um, 9-11 is now 21, so they are fully an adult. Uh, but it's not actually 21 years that you become an adult, you know? So do you have a second? Oh, is it 21.18? You, you finally got it right. All of Survivor Guatemala, it took you to get the correct answer. Yes, this season ended with 21.18 million viewers, which still seems like so many people. That's a lot. Like, it's been cut in half about since the first season, maybe a third. I don't think a show, I don't think an NFL game even still gets 21 million viewers. Um, how many viewers does If, if it does, get? it's like the only thing that does. Yeah. Super Bowl 2022. Let's see how many viewers this Super Bowl got last year. When our man from Detroit Lions, the Matthew Stafford one. Um, Mr. Uh, AT&T himself. Yes. I, I, I'll, I will say... I did feel touched by that ad. Yeah, I did the first time I saw it, and then I saw it a hundred more times, so I got a little sick of it. But pretty good ad. Uh, two hundred eight million is the last. Uh, Super that's Bowl. A, that's a lot. So that's that's still like ten times more than um, this episode of Survivor. Um, but still, pretty good numbers. We start off at camp. Uh, Lydia is very happy to be in the final four. She says somebody is watching over her. God, you know, God was very big still. In this, in this era. Yeah, people were still really into that at the time. Uh, Danny relates her game to the Kansas basketball Jayhawks. How did you feel about this metaphor? I know you are very anti-metaphor, but you're very pro-basketball, and you seem to be pretty pro-Danny, so... I am very pro... Um, very pro-basketball. Very anti-Kansas Jayhawks. 
Really? Um, yeah, not a fan. Uh, hmm. I think you aren't either because they prevented you from getting a point uh, this last March Madness because they beat your North Carolina Tar Heels oh. in the national championship game. Sure. I, you know, that was several months ago. I've already forgotten. But I should have... Uh, well, t- t- this, today is about not forgetting, so... Oh, do fuck. Better. I already forgot to not forget. But the uh, that's the really that's how it really gets you. But um, I should have guessed uh, the outcome of this season based off of uh, who the most recent national college basketball champion was. And that was the Kansas basketball Jayhawks. It's Kansas Jayhawks. But at this point in time, they had lost in the Final Four to Maryland one year, and then they lost to Syracuse in the national title game, I believe. Do you remember that, or did you look this up? Uh, no, I remember it because I remember I liked that Maryland team. They had like Juan Dixon and Chris Wilcox and Lonnie Baxter, and then uh, I did not like the Kansas team that lost to Syracuse because they they had like Kirk Heinrich and Nick Collison, mm. and then uh, Carmelo Anthony was playing for that Syracuse team. So I, I, I do remember that. that Syracuse team. I remember Carmelo Anthony um, being on that team, and then he never won anything ever again that's right you're damn right he didn't (laughs) uh rafe is very happy with who made it to the final four me too rafe for the most part Uh, yeah it was a good group i loved when lydia came back very excited about the tree mail and she read it to them all and it basically said nothing (laughs) yeah it didn't promise them anything and she's like they're we're gonna get food Uh, Which she was right in a way. In a way. She had a vision of a big feast or ritual. And then later in the day, a Mayan family approaches and performs a ritual full with a sacrifice of a chicken. And we all know what sacrifices are for. The gods. Um, Have you ever sacrificed anything for God? The Catholic God? Um, I mean, I, I think I gave up meet for Lent once or, you know, a few times when I was still a practicing Catholic. Yeah. It usually takes me like three weeks to remember to not eat meat on Fridays during Lent because somebody yeah. else who grew up Catholic would be like, oh, are you eating meat? It's it's Lent. I'd be like, oh, right. Well, oh, I've right. already started. I did, I did go to some fish. You get to go to fish fries, though, which are fun. Yeah, that's true. Fish fries are fun. Fish fries are fun. <laughs> try, try, try saying that. Fish fries are fun. Put an R in the fun. Fish fries are fun, not food. Right, uh, but say what I said. It's funny. It's fun to say. It's fun for your mouth. What? Fish fries are fun? No, fish fries are fun. Fish fries are fun. Right? Isn't that fun to say? Excuse me, isn't that fun to say? It's fun to say, yeah. I was going to correct you, but you got to, you got to it first. Uh, so they do this immunity challenge, and Jeff calls it the most complex maze ever constructed in the game of Survivor. Probably not ever. You know, I've seen some tough ones on kids' menus, you know? Uh, then they have to collect some puzzle pieces. You know, classic community challenge at the end game. What did you think? Uh, you know, pretty good. Yeah. I, I thought it was... You gotta go through a maze, you gotta get some puzzle pieces. You know, it's not dissimilar from modern ones, but I think the maze part was fun. The most complex maze ever constructed. Uh, How did you feel, did you hear Jeff say when Lydia was running to her puzzle, those short little legs working? I did hear him say that, and I thought that was very funny. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what I think every time I see Blake Corum break off a big run for the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, okay. He's like 5'8". Oh, cool. Yeah, good for him. Uh, so Rafe wins the immunity challenge. That's good. good. You were rooting for Rafe still at this point? I've, I have been rooting for Rafe, and I continued to root for Rafe. Back Team at, Rafe over here. Back at camp, Stephanie wants to go to the end with Rafe because they've both double-crossed the same people. And she wants to keep Lydia for the next round so they can easily beat her in an immunity challenge. I mean, that made a lot of sense to me. I completely understand where sense. she is coming from. The risk that you take is if you randomly get one that Lydia dominates, she's going to win. <laughs> well, yeah, Thomas, that's the risk of any. Well, no, I'm saying she'll challenge. win if she gets to the final two. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, I don't know. Do you think Lydia would beat Rafe? Maybe not Rafe, but she would beat Stephanie. Well, to be fair, I think anyone would have beaten Stephanie in that final four. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but Rafe promised Danny that he would take her to the final three. So you know, promises are important. Pinky promises even more so. Then they collect the sacrifice chicken, and this was, you said last week or the week before, whenever they got those five Pontiac Torrents, uh, that this is what set the season apart from others. I think this is what it is, is eating the sacrifice chicken. Eating the sacrifice chicken. (laughs) Rafe not eating the chicken. Good for him. Mm -hmm. I liked his reasoning, too, which was basically like, I feel like I had like a, a... interesting experience where i learned something and i would immediately be vacating that if i ate the chicken yeah unfortunately uh it stormed on all of them i am wondering like did the producers see this big storm coming and then like encourage stephanie to want to eat the chicken more oh they were absolutely i think Partially, this whole thing was for them to try and get him to eat the chicken, and I think they probably did egg them on for it. Yeah. Egg them on. That's funny, because it's a chicken. They chickened them on. Said, you're a chicken if you don't eat this. Don't call me a chicken. Remember in Back to the Future 2 when suddenly Mary McFly gets mad when he gets called a chicken? Yes. (laughs) How could I forget? Never forget. Uh, at Tribal Council, Rafe talks about the ritual, Lydia talks about the storm, and admits they ate the chicken. Uh, <laughs> I loved when she explained this, how Judd just covered his face. He just buried his face in his hands. Yep. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, Stephanie defends their decision. Um, I, I don't see how you can defend your decision here. You can't, and I appreciate that Rafe got the chance to feel like to be clear, I did not eat the chicken. Yeah. So Lydia gets voted out three to one. Um, sad to see her go, but it seemed like her time, you know? Yeah. I think this was the right time for her to go. She got voted out in like the um, the Keith memorial spot of like person we like to hang out with, but yeah. we got we to gotta let go. So back at camp, it is too wet to make a fire. Um, and then they go off and do the Fallen Comrades hike. I skipped this part. Did you watch it? Um, I did watch it. They were, you know, I mean, I kind of had forgotten about a lot of the early season people. I thought everybody was, they were pretty nice, had some nice things to say about everybody, except for when they got to, um, oh, what's his name? The, the asshole of the season that we all hate. Jamie? 
Jamie. They got to Jamie. They were just like, that certainly is a picture of Jamie. And then they threw the fire <laughs> and they went, just went, okay, bye, Jamie. That's so funny. Uh, so then they have to stand on a wobbly platform at the immunity challenge. Uh, you know, fine. It's a fine challenge. I did like the, um, you know, the thing where they hold the rope first and then they have to lean back against it and they can't touch the posts. That was, I've definitely been here, but like I was absolutely crushed when Rafe just wasn't paying attention and just sort of absentmindedly touched the post at the back to steady himself. And it was just like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. <laughs> yep. It took yep. a second for Jeff to even react because he did it so blatantly that Jeff was like, <laughs> oh wait a minute <laughs> you you can't you can't do come that. on man i specifically said you can't do that yeah, i said not to do that so danny wins uh and then rafe approaches her and releases her from any promises she made to him uh, this was nice but he shouldn't have done that it was nice and but just weird phrasing i didn't <laughs> yeah why i would have been wh- like look I, I know that you promised. It's like, I would like you to keep your promise. You're going to do what's best for you. But I would hope that because I kept my promise to you, you would keep yours to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But Rafe's a good guy. And I think that's being a good guy. I think that you can be a good guy and say that, you know, as long as you acknowledge that you can't make them do anything, I'd be like, you said you were going to do it. I hope you keep your word. Yeah. Well, back at camp, Rafe explains to Danny that he felt bad looming this promise over her and says that Stephanie deserves a chance. But, like, this is her second chance, you know? And also, she wouldn't say that about you, so... No. Danny tells Stephanie that she thinks she doesn't stand a chance against either of them, her or Rafe. Um... I disagree with Stephanie or with Danny there. I think she definitely stands a case, a chance against Stephanie, obviously. Um, but not Rafe. I think Rafe, this was Rafe's to lose. And, and he ended up doing just that. Before we talk about that, though, we do need to talk about these wildlife shots. We had a white moth or butterfly. I don't, I, to be honest, I can't ever tell the difference. I thought moths were just ugly, you know, but then there's also beautiful moths. So if they're out during the day, it's probably a butterfly. And if they're out at night, it's probably a moth. Oh, sorry. I didn't have my Guatemalan clock from 2005 on when I was taking notes from the wildlife shots. That's that's a good tip, though. Thank you. Uh, We also got the Yucatan Black Howler, a.k.a. the Guatemalan Black Howler. It is the largest New World monkey. They're around two feet tall. Uh, with a two-foot-long tail and weigh up to 25 pounds. They can be found in Guatemala, Mexico, and Belize. Uh, They live in rainforests and mostly eat leaves, living up to 20 years. And they have an enlarged bone near their vocal cords to help them howl. Big deal. I've got that, too. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I, I was waiting for you to say something about that you love big bones uh <laughs> what that throat bone do uh they howl primarily at dawn and dusk they live in groups of two to ten and uh thomas you're gonna love this final fact about the uh these howler monkeys a majority of their day is spent resting oh how nice is that God, i wish that was me right how 
do you think these guys rank on the IUCN red list? Uh, least concern. I am sorry to say they are, in fact, endangered. No! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then at Tribal Council, uh, the final three Tribal Council, Jeff buries Lydia for some reason. I don't understand why he was talking all this shit about Lydia. Like, Lydia's already been voted out. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, come on now. Ask about what happened in the game, please, Jeff. Uh, Danny is still shocked that she won. Uh, Rafe again explains why he released Danny from her promise. And Danny explains why each of them is the right choice to take out. She ends up taking out Rafe. Do you think this was the right decision from Danny? Um, yes. Yeah. I, it is, I think it is a disappointing decision, but yes, I think if she wants to win, that is the correct choice. Yeah, agreed. Because um, Rafe would have beaten her. A hundred percent. Stephanie says that she overcame... Everybody loves Rafemond. Okay, fine. I'll write it down. Uh, Is that going to be the title? Well, at this point, yeah, it probably will be. Uh, (laughs) Stephanie says that she overcame every odd, I guess. Uh, Danny is happy that the two tough girls made it to the end. Okay. They then visit the swimming cage and... Then when they go back to camp, build a big fire. I do I do love when they get to build a big fire at the end of the game. Well, I don't know if you've heard this, but it does represent your life in this game. <laughs> it sounds so familiar. Where have I heard that? It's just something I just thought of just now. <laughs> You're so good at coming up with, like, phrases. I don't know where I get it from, you know? it just <laughs> it's, it's just in there somewhere. Well, Thomas, let us... Take that beautiful mind of yours and play a little segment called Tropes Prose. Oh, yes. Um, in which we do Mad Libs from 2004 that are Survivor themed. Um, I feel like there's one of these that is about um, the million dollars, right? Probably. I think we should find it if there is. Since this is the last episode. There's one called Survivor R&R. That's pretty good. Survivor Diner we've already done. Puzzle it out. They did have to do that. Riding the waves. The challenges. Survivor R&R. The Anthropologist Part 1. The Anthropologist Part 2. Squeaky Clean. Which they will be after this episode, you know. Jungle Gym. Blue's Clues. Survivor on the Runway. I demand a recount. (laughs) Yeah, Can we do that I think one? we need to do that one. I think we need to do... What is this one about Al Gore? <laughs> On this American Day of History, let's remember another American Day of History in which Al Gore demanded a recount. Sore Loserman Day. Give me a noun, please. It is really funny that that is like... It's like, Al Gore, what a loser for wanting a recount for the election that he won that was stolen from him. <laughs> Who would steal an election? Certainly nobody. Uh, you wouldn't steal an election. <laughs> Can I get a noun, please, Tomas? Um, election. The movie. Yes. Well, that would be a proper noun. Oh, sure. I need a number. 1999. Hmm, what's party? 
Um, ooh, so Thomas, Ariel and I are moving at the end of this month, right? And we're going to have a um, move-in, like, what are they called? Housewarming party slash engagement party. Obviously, yes. you are invited, and the person you live with, who I can't reference by name. <laughs> um, should we make it 1999-themed? That'd be kind of fun, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, people love nostalgia. Uh, let's get an adjective. Uh, zesty. Oh, that's going to be a fun one for this Al Gore poem. A uh, noun? Fart. Good. Oh, so good. A verb, please. Fart. Mm-hmm. Very good. And a part of the body. <laughs> but... <laughs> A verb ending in... These things write themselves, man, right? I tell ya. Verb ending in I-N-G. Um, running. Mm-hmm, to the bathroom. Because that wasn't a fart, my friend. <laughs> Been holding this fart in all day. Plural noun. Uh, pens. Pens. And a noun. Cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that movie? Nope. Verb. Uh, eat. Good. And an adjective is the last prompt I need. Hmm. Uh, acrid. Alrighty. This is called I Demand a Recount. It's based on the Al Gore story of 2000. As if life on the island wasn't hard enough, there's another election to deal with on Survivor. <laughs> Every 1,999 days, there's a chance that you will get kicked off. Oh, no. Well, at least you get like almost 2,000 days before that comes up. <laughs> there is no zesty way to make sure you stay on the fart, unless you win immunity for every tribal council. Since that isn't going to fart... <laughs> Okay, you've got to learn to play the game. Keep your butt on the other players at all times to make sure they aren't running against you. Try, I mean, that honestly worked. Uh, try to make friends with your pens, but don't trust every cloud they say. Be <laughs> because they may be lying to keep themselves on the island. Why did... Okay, whatever. Do favors for the other players so they will eat you, but don't oh. but don't think that you're acrid. Play fair, but not too fair. Like the 2000 election, that one was no good. Yeah, why does anyone do Mad Libs? Why do we do <laughs> I this? I don't know. <laughs> we had like a, a mildly amusing one last week, and it was like, we're going to do these forever. And then this one just fucking sucked. Yeah, and you said fart twice and but once. Yeah, and it didn't even it work. It didn't even work. I, I put everything I had into this one. Thanks a lot, Al Gore. Thanks a lot, Brandon. Yeah, this is the most disappointing thing since Al Gore's 2000 campaign. <laughs> So let's talk about this final tribal council. Uh, Danny says that she feels honored and surprised no one thought she was a threat. Bobby John asks how proud she is of the game she played. Both of them are proud of the game they played. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, 
Gary asks why he shouldn't vote for each of them. I love this line of questioning. It's great. And I also like him. It was the most Gary thing possible because he did that. And he was also like, my, my vote will be determined by who is the most honest. Yeah. Good guy, Gary. Uh, she says because they made an alliance that she didn't stick with, that she being Stephanie. Danny says that because she was selfish, I think. I didn't really understand. I wasn't following Danny's answer there, but um, I don't know. Jamie asks who would have... Uh, Jamie asks who Danny's top five would have been if she had the numbers. This was a weird question, too. It was like an ideal top five, yeah. yeah. I think he was fishing for his own name to be in there. Yeah, which is stupid. <laughs> like, what do you get out of that? No one wants to like, take you, dude. I'm sorry. Oh, you get an extra $5,000 if the eventual winner says they would have brought you to the end. Like, what the fuck? What are you talking about, Jamie? Uh, Jamie asks Stephanie how she thinks the jury feels for blindsiding him. I, I didn't understand either of Jamie's Everybody's questions. Everybody's probably really mad at you for this. Yeah, they were like, now we have to spend time with Jamie. <laughs> Lydia asks Stephanie about her loyalty, if she voted her out. Um, and Stephanie explains that she's just too competitive. That's why she brought Danny. Bad answer from Stephanie. Bullshit. Yeah, no one believes that. Uh, Lydia asks Dan. That was like a very Lolo Jones answer. Yes, it was. Uh... Just, I'm out here to compete. Yeah. So Somebody, a uh, uh, neighbor across the way is um, bringing a, a cat home and a cat carrier. It looks very cute. I mean, I can't see the cat, but the idea of it is cute. Uh, that's what it's like living in the big city. You get to see other people's lives. This has been Wildlife Shots. <laughs> um, Lydia asks Danny why she should vote for her if she can't trust her. And Danny says, look, sometimes you have to lie. I appreciated that answer from Danny. It's true. Cindy asks who they each would have would want removed from the jury. Danny says Rafe. And Steph says Bobby John. Danny, correct answer, because I believe Rafe is the only person who didn't vote for Danny to win. And you know what? I get why. Yeah. Uh, Rafe asks Danny why she brought Stephanie instead of him if she wanted to bring the best. Very good question from Rafe. And Rafe asks Stephanie what her best move with that he did not know about, which she didn't have an answer for. Stephanie did very poorly in this final tribal council. She didn't did not do well. It was funny that like Danny gave a bad answer and then it was outweighed by Stephanie giving a worse answer. <laughs> Judd asks Danny if she's ever skated before because she's so good at skating through the game. That was really that was funny. a great question. I really enjoyed Judd. Judd is the kind of bitter jury member you want. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Judd asks, um, oh, he then tells Danny, Danny that she should go to confession after this, which was... Very funny. It is funny. Also, you lied to, dude. I don't get this at all. But I will say that it was, you know, he, he had to get that out of the way so that he could actually very righteously uh, uh, take Stephanie to test for lying to his wife. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Judd asks Stephanie if she's still starving and then confronts her about lying to his wife, which is, of course, the greatest crime somebody can commit. I also did think it was, uh, he was 100% right, by the way, about her being, him being like, you had, like, you ate more than anyone else did. And all you would talk about is how hungry you were. To be fair, 
Stephanie did also just come off of playing another very difficult game of Survivor right before this. So That's she probably true. was starving quite a bit more than everybody else. Um, I don't know how accurate that is. I don't know what the... Not Bobby John, though. Not Bobby John. Um, what? Why do you say that? Because he also was coming off the same game of Survivor. Yeah, but he got voted out almost immediately. He got to go back to Ponderosa and chill with Judd and Jamie and all of the other boys. He had plenty of eat. I'm sorry, the way that you said Ponderosa, it almost sounded like Pounderosa, and that would be a fun euphemism to (laughs) use. When it was all the boys in there, it was called Pounderosa. Because they, you know, would practice boxing, but then they would also fuck each other. Pound. Yeah, they would they would gently and uh, romantically make love to each other, and that's why we call it Pounderosa. See, we can write Mad Libs. Survivor Pound Town. <laughs> uh, Stephanie tells him it was it was not. Hit. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, Stephanie tells Judd that it wasn't her idea to take him out. Bad answer bad nobody wants to hear that (laughs) so they vote um jeff goes get the vote and uh then he takes a helicopter to la very fun i was so excited very fun the the closer we got to the finale the more i realized like oh this is an old season we might get to see jeff do a stupid stunt to to get the the votes over to la uh and he did indeed he got in a helicopter um he's like bye losers and he took off. I think he did finger guns at some kid at some point or something. Yeah, love it. Like, he, 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 Jeff Probst used to be so cool. <laughs> now he's everyone's grandma, now that the queen's dead. Uh, so Danny wins four to one. I mean, all of the votes to one. Rafe was the only person to vote for Steph. So, final thoughts on Survivor Guatemala. What do you think? Oh, good season. I thought down the stretch, uh, it uh, really, you know, hit another gear. And I thought the last few episodes were very entertaining. Agreed. Yeah, I think um, it definitely got more fun at, as it got further, as most seasons do. Um, but it, it felt like it really took a long time to get there. It was a slow burn, as they say. Mm, they should do that podcast about it. This season of Slow Burn is about... <laughs> Can they just rebroadcast this season of Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? <laughs> What's Rafe up to? Just have him do it. Yeah. Rafe, can we get a cameo on your show on Amazon? I'm not hearing a no. We were really nice about you this whole season. Yeah, we were rooting for you, even though I knew who won the whole time. When did you realize it was... Yeah, come on, man. When did you realize Danny was the winner? Uh, the minute that Rafe touched that post, <laughs> I, I was like, well, that's it yeah. for him. Um, that's fair. Uh, I, I thought you may have realized because remember Danny was on season 40. I completely forgot <laughs> any of the winners. I didn't know anything about. I completely forgot they were on there. Fair enough. Thomas, speaking of winners of shows, did you watch the challenge USA last night? Jake, I gotta tell you, um, after the emotional high of watching this season finale, I completely forgot that we even watched the challenge. That's all right. Um, that's fine. Oh, fuck. 
I was really relying on you having watched it because I did not take notes. <laughs> did you not watch it? I did watch it. I just don't remember <laughs> what happened. So we're going to... That's been the theme of this season, though, right? It's just been like, I don't know. I guess they're playing this. <laughs> they're, like the Survivor Alliance seems to be doing well. Um, oh, you know what? Um, the uh, the person who uh, got eliminated uh, is that guy that every week we forgot existed. The Cindy of, of this season of the challenge. His name was David. Do you remember David? I, I remember absolutely nothing about David. Was he on Big Brother or The Amazing Race? Don't know. Don't remember. I think so. I think it's only people from... Not worth dwelling on. That's what I say. Um, oh, my God. Thomas, holy shit. Holy shit. We haven't been talking about the episode titles of this season... But seeing as it's 9-11 and we're never going to forget this country, this amazing country that is going to exist forever, let me just run through these episode titles because this is the Challenge USA. Episode 1, The United States of Challenge. Love it. Episode 2, Osei, Can You See Tiffany? Don't really get that one, but okay. Yeah, they're not trying very hard there. <laughs> Number 3, Declarations of Independence. Okay. Okay. Four, liberty and justice for all. I think... Man, they're really mailing this in. I think there might have been somebody named Justice on this season, maybe. Uh, Number five, entice and we trust. Uh, Number six, a civil war. Number seven, state of the unions. Number eight, Independence Day. Um, Number nine... Nevertheless, she persisted. Uh, Eleven is called Pledges of Allegiance, and the season finale is a two-parter, and it's this Wednesday, Home of the Brave. Gee, come on. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> so David's out. Um, you know... I, I I wish I could tell you more. I um, I'm trying to find where they tell you about the challenges, but I I'm not seeing that anywhere on this web page. So we'll just skip that part. Thomas, we have one week between this week and the start of Survivor 43, so we must discuss now. What do you want to do? Do you want to simulate a season? Do you want to watch a movie? Do you want to play a game? Do you well, uh, do you do you have that Sims game operational? Um, I don't have a disk drive, and I was thinking we Damn could it. do that um, when you come down in October. We could do a little that bonus would episode, be the way to go. so we can both experience the game. Um, yeah, if you have a computer with a disk drive, that um, uh, Jake, I have bad news for you. I do. Nobody not. does anymore. I I yeah. tried to look up on Micro Center um, their website CD drive. And it just, it brought me back nothing helpful. I don't think these machines exist anymore. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, they've gone the way of the uh, the Betamax and the LaserDisc. Yeah, now it's all about Sigma Max. <laughs> I'm Sigma Maxing right now. Um, so, <laughs> I'm thinking we should simulate another season because we are... We've, I think we've simulated now yes. in the several years we've done the show, 
about 10 seasons, 10 or 11 simulated seasons, I want to get to the point that we have simulated enough seasons that we can simulate a season of Winners at War with our winners. I love that, and I think that's definitely what we should do. So, do you want to run through some of the ideas we've had for simulated seasons that we haven't done yet? Okay, yes. Uh... This one is very fun, um, but it would be hard to organize. Uh, tops versus bottoms. I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's what she said last time I brought it up. Uh, talking heads in which people from the talking heads uh, play Survivor. It's only so, I mean, look, we could go out into like all of the, the session musicians and stuff that they had, but I, yeah, I, that might be, uh, it might be hard to get a full cast together for what that. What if we do talking heads is one tribe and then there's like one to three other tribes of similarly sized similar era survivor talk talking heads yeah uh what are some other yeah because like talk talk could be one of the tribes just like 80s new wave groups that's that's yeah as far uh, as i've gotten i've got the cure for these Talk talking heads to pesh mode. So there's there's several ideas for that one. Uh, we also have yeah, this one seems like maybe not what we're going to do. We also have Survivor Big and Tall, uh, which is just we cast big and tall people. It's big versus tall. Uh, that is that is a really good one. <laughs> uh, Survivor friends or lovers. We could um, cast we eh. could cast Naya and Jordan from Challenge on it. We could cast um, Figtails. Um, we could cast all of the boys who got voted uh, Jack, out. Jack and Kate Jack from and Lost. Kate from Lost. Kate and Sawyer from Lost. Juliet and Sawyer from Lost. Man. Juliet and Jack from Lost. Uh, we also have uh, a season called Survivor Spider-Man pointing at each other, in which I think each tribe is just like the same archetype. I like that's kind of fun. We also have similarly uh, same names. We've done almost same names before. We, I don't think we've ever done same names, um, but that's always fun. Uh, same jobs is another option. Same jobs is an interesting <laughs> one. Uh, we also have athletes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that would it would be fun to just have all of the athletes be on there. Yeah, uh, slackers. Get our men Gary back in there. Yeah. The most athletic landscaper Honestly, there is. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. Uh, we also have Survivor Slackers versus Tryhards. Get Stephanie back on the Tryhard team. Um, get Taylor back on the Slackers team. Honestly, Slackers versus Tryhards does sound really fun. It does sound fun. Um, who's next? Oh. <laughs> this one's called Survivor All Cars. <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> Remind me what that was supposed to be. I don't remember exactly, but what if? <laughs> what if we got people? <laughs> not people. Sorry. What if we got the characters from the Cars franchise? Yeah, any characters that are anthropomorphic talking cars. So like the characters from the Cars movies. Help my um, mom is a car. Herbie, or whatever that show is Herbie called. Herbie the Love Bug. Herbie the Love Bug. That's good too. Kit. Optimus Prime. <laughs> One tribe of all Transformers. Um, one I'm particularly excited about is Survivor One Wordle. Uh, 
Oh, okay. In which we only cast people who have played Survivor who have only five letters in their names. Yep. That one I actually really like. I actually really want to do that and one. And we can do it on the, the one world um, whatever. That's a good enough... It, it's it's not just that it's a very funny joke. It's that the concept of it would be interesting to cast for also. Yeah. And it's like very of the time. And not to mention, it's a very funny joke. We're still doing Wordle, so I think this Wordle. seems like a good way I to go. I have not done Wordle yet today. Uh, please give me a hint. I haven't either. I got to do okay. that. Uh, and our final idea is survivor cash, grass, or ass. Don't ask me what that means. <laughs> I guess it would be like one tribe is people that already had money. Yeah, that makes sense. One tribe is people with big asses. Yeah. And I guess the other tribe would be people Our that donors? seem like they smoke yeah. weed. I mean, we do have a running list of friends from back home. That's already four people it's long. True. Can you name all four? That'd be a great Thomas? way to, to try and score weed on the island. Is It's like, are you one of... Uh, you one of Tails? Or uh, what... Uh, it wasn't Tails, because Tails was the, like the friend Tails from back was home. the friend from it back was, home. Uh, Jay is the one who was, said friend from back home. It was Jay. Home. Tails and Jay are the are friend, friend of, original friends from back home, of course. Are you uh, you, you friends with Jay? <laughs> you friends with Mary Jay? <laughs> uh, do, can you name the other two friends from back home? What is quite literally? Uh, I, don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. One of them is quite literally a friend from back home. From our hometown. Somebody who's on one of the shows. It, it is Corey? Corey Wharton of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And um, the other is somebody from the KN cast. You remember the KN cast that we did a couple summers ago? Yes, of course I do. Was it the host? Sorry? Was it the host of Kid Nation? No, it was a kid named Blaine. Oh, yes. Blaine was definitely a friend from back home. <laughs> um, so that's another option. <laughs> So, are we more excited about cash, grass, and ass, or one wordle? <laughs> one wordle. Okay. Definitely one wordle. Okay, that's I, I like that idea a lot. Um, and then we'll also do our um, our predictions for Survivor Forty Three next week because that's coming up soon too. Uh, Thomas, if people want to follow you on Twitter this football season, where would they want to do that? You can follow me at Tom. Not Tom. Uh, the Lions are starting right now, and I'll probably say some stuff about that. Wow! So enjoy. Wow! Hot takes from the Hard Knocks. What's that show called? Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. You got yes. it. It's a hard knock life for Detroit. It doesn't matter what sport. It's a hard knock life for them when you play the Detroit. Whoever plays the Detroit Lions, yeah, they're gonna bite your kneecaps off. Uh, That's right. Dan Campbell, baby. You can follow the show on Twitter if you don't want to listen about football. Uh, it's D-Y-W-S-L-N. That's going to be strictly about reality television. Uh, or on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast. Maybe we'll start using that again at some point. We have a few shows on Patreon. For example, football season is back. Thomas, you want to shout out the football show? Uh, that was uh, Did You Watch Football Last Night, I believe. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm loading or was it, did you watch sports I'm last loading, night? I can't the, remember. I'm loading the website now. Give me one, just one second while it loads. Um, the website is just Patreon. Nope. The website is Patreon. Just podcasts. 
The website is patreon.com slash justpodcast, and you can see all of our offerings there. Did You Watch Football Last Week is the name of the football show, and it's only 30 a okay. month, $30,000 a month. Don't yeah. get confused. It's- Rafe, we were really nice to you, and you've got that showrunner money. How about you share that with yeah. us? Or honestly, Danny, big football fan, I know that from your Chiefs Yeah, and you won all that money on Survivor Guatemala, so maybe we can have some. And we know they paid you to get on Survivor 40, so maybe we can get 30000 of that, and we can talk about your precious Kansas City Chiefs. Are they still, can we, are they still called the Chiefs? Can we hold $30,000, please? <laughs> are they still called the Chiefs? They are still called hmm, the Chiefs. Maybe, should we, should maybe change that. Yeah, I think that we're at the point where you can still get away with it if it's if there's not a racist caricature in the logo, and it's not like... I guess a chief is like a job. It's like a title as opposed to just like, yeah, look at them. They certainly are Native Americans. Isn't their logo, the mascot. isn't their logo though, like an arrowhead? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily, I mean, it's not for me to decide whether that's racist or not, but it's, if it is racist, it's much less racist than Chief Wahoo. And we only just got rid of him and we only just got rid of the old Washington football team name. So... <laughs> The bar is very, very low right now. They should change their name to the Washington Old Atheists. That's a great Thank idea. You. Um, you can review us on iTunes or Spotify. Um, apparently, Spotify doesn't allow you to write reviews. It only allows you to give star ratings. Um, but you, you can leave five stars there, uh, which we... We're lobbying to have that changed. Yeah. Uh, but if you do want to write a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Thomas, what would they write there? Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And then also, uh, if you're making one right now, you can also say, uh, I wanted to leave this on Spotify, mm. but they don't let you write reviews. I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped, though. <laughs> so that's the new boilerplate review until Spotify gets up off their ass and allows people to write reviews uh we'll be back next week with survivor one wordle until then have a great summer deuces restless tonight cause i wasted the light between both these times i drew a really thin line it's nothing i planned and not that I can But you should be mine Across that line If I traded it all If I gave it all away For one thing And just for one thing If I sorted it out Girl, are you the band if Oasis? Because I, I want you to live forever <laughs> Hey, wait, where are you going? Is that your line? Yeah, that's that's my go-to pickup line. It's uh, that's what I say every time I open Tinder, which is never. I gotta tell you, man, it doesn't work very well, but I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> Don't you gotta double down on these great? I'm not gonna bits. let that stop me from achieving my dreams. Look, it's just like once you find somebody. Like, once you find the right person, they'll respond in the appropriate way to that. And that's how you'll know. I hope that you don't look back in anger on this conversation that we're having. 
<laughs> just like, why are you referencing Oasis so much? What year yeah. is it? I may not be a rock and roll star, but uh, you, do you know what I mean? Uh, some might say that this is going on too long. Um, you, um, they, uh, they, uh mm-hmm. having a hard time thinking of any. Anyways, the songs. The real thing yeah. that loses them is at the end when I'm like, right now we could be fucking in the bushes. You should you should send to somebody on Tinder, Bumble, or one of the other ones. Uh, what's the story, Morning Glory? I think it would be fun to do one of those like all right hoes like holiday themed emoji posts, but just have it be Oasis themed. You should tell somebody on an app that you want to dig out their soul. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, sluts, get ready to dick out your soul. <laughs> I would love to see you say that to somebody at a bar. Ooh, oh, oh, or you could tell somebody that you have heathen chemistry with them. Ooh, all right. That's pretty good. Yeah, that'll and work. Then, I think that'll get me where I need to go. You can ask them, who feels love? <laughs> and then the next, and then the next morning you can. Why don't you be here now, having sex with me? You can, uh, the next morning, you have a Sunday morning call with them and ask, where did it all go wrong? <laughs> That's the best kind of flirting. If I sorted it out, if I knew all about this one thing, wouldn't Smarten up, probes. <laughs>